Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Johnny McDonald, Glenn Mack now on a holiday weekend Saturday on 94 WIP. This hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. All right, it is a pleasure to be joined by the man who covers a team that's up to a lot these days, the Philadelphia 76ers, Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Keith, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. How you been, man? We're all right. Nice to talk to you. So I'm going to start just with uh, with this. How much better are the Sixers today than they were when the playoffs ended, or a week ago, I guess? You know, I, I think they're a little better. I mean, I, I do. Um, I think that the main thing is, more so than being better, um, they're tougher. You know, I mean, they have toughness. But, I mean, when we look at it, um, you know, P.J. Tucker is, is a guy, he's a brood, he demands a lot of respect. You know, he's a, a role player, but he's a guy who, you know, a lot of great players want to play off of. My question is, when you talk about the 76ers, especially moving forward, it's like, but who's going to be your three that you can depend on? Who's going to get shot, right? I mean, I know right now you have Tobias Harris will probably slide down to that position, but I also think you need some guys who are going to come off the bench and, um, and, and, and get buckets and do some things that's consistently. But they need a couple more glue guys. So when you look at the 76ers team, even though they do have P.J. Tucker, even though they went out there and, and got the other two guys, you know, in order for them to win, two things have to happen. Joel Embiid has to continue to play at a high rate. He has to continue to um, – um, be healthy, and to be honest with you, you know, James Harden has, Harden has to come back in better condition, and James Harden has to prove that it was the hamstring and it wasn't Father Time that slowed his play. So it's all about Embiid, and it's all about Harden. Yeah. Keith, uh, is P.J. Tucker now a 76er more so because – 
He was formerly acquired by Daryl Morey and had good years down in Houston, and they have a relationship. Or the fact that Joel Embiid mentioned him by name after they were eliminated in the playoffs, not only talking about the need for more toughness with the 76ers, but specifically pointing out P.J. Tucker, who was a reason why they came up short on the tough end against the uh, Heat this year in the playoffs, which is more a reason why Tucker is now a 76er. You know, I, I think... I think the MB part was the one, I, I guess, like the icing on the cake, so to speak. You know, I, I think that if you're Daryl Moore, you look at P.J. Tucker, you look at how he, you know, he fits well with James Harden or how he was able to play off Harden. Um, and, and then, but then when MB comes out and says what he says, and it's like, whoa, we really got to go get this guy. Because, you know, in the past, what happens is you got one star player, and like Harden and PJ was there with him when Harden had his, his most successful years. You know, typically the other star player, being Embiid, really doesn't want to play with that guy sometimes, right? It's like, yo, what are you doing? Um, it's, this is my team. But I think that when Embiid comes out and says what he said, yeah, it, it kind of sort of, you know, put in the four court press, you know, because this is a guy that both of these guys want to play with a guy who um, can bring the toughness. But, you know, when you look at it, and the reason why I'm saying Daryl Morey with, with the Houston thing and everything is because if you look at it, all the guys who they came were, were Houston Rockets or and, and uh, Melton, the uh, Anthony Melton, he was drafted by the Houston Rockets. So these are all guys that Daryl is familiar with. Keith Pompey is our guest uh, beat writer, Sixers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. You can follow uh, Keats on Twitter at Pompey, P-O-M-P-E-Y, on Sixers. All right, this is an either-or question. Uh, as we know, James Harden um, decided to not uh, force the Sixers to uh, take his contract for next year, and he's going to negotiate a deal at lesser amount per year, presumably about three years. So, Keith Pompey, James Harden, philanthropist and great human being or smart businessman? I think he's a smart businessman. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think he is. I mean, now again, because I, you know, I honestly think that when when you look at this, I mean, let's say even if James takes four years, right? I mean, there are going to be certain people like, man, he's taking four. But when when you look at it, you know, we can't fool ourselves. And yes, he did help the team out, but at the same time, he's going to get more money probably on the back end. I mean, there were people saying, okay, he'll take this 47, he'll opt in, he'll get a two-year deal. But let's just say, I mean, a two-year extension, right? But let's just say if he, you know, he takes less money, but let's just say if he signs for four years or, you know, they can extend him or whatever. You know, it's just one of those things where when we look at it, yes, there's going to be probably a difference in the money, but is it going to be that much of a difference when you when you factor in three years, four years, you know what I mean? And, and then there's some other things you can do. And let's face it, it brings, it also gives them goodwill in the city because there are people like, man, you got to get rid of them. People were, last we saw was him struggling and, and some people questioning his effort yep. in the play series. And now all of a sudden everybody's saying he's one of us now. He's, he's trying to make us better. So, you know, to me, Yes, it was a good gesture, but he's also a smart businessman, and he and he and he and he brought a lot of people who didn't want him to return 
excited of, of, of for the future now. Keith, uh, to really understand the way the salary cap works in the NBA, I think you have to take a master class at a major university to be able to understand all the ins and outs and nuances of it. I think I understand most, but I can guarantee you I don't understand all. But then there's other rules that I had no idea even existed when did this designated rookie, you can only have two guys on that type of a contract rule come into play in the NBA because that will have an erect, uh, direct effect on where Kevin Durant can or can't be traded to? Yeah, and, and, and um, I wish I had the answer to that one because you're right. There are a lot of rules that they, they change. It's funny. Like It seems like one team will take advantage of something and, and do a lot of wiggle room and do things, and all of a sudden, well, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, it, it, that will factor in. I mean, but I, I kind of think that, you know, right now, like it's, it's the, the thing about Kevin Durant is, I know a lot of people are saying, okay, they got this rule, they got that rule. Well, at the end of the day, you a team would would be foolish to trade for Kevin Durant if that if they know he doesn't in his heart want to be there. And I think you know, right now, the stuff that's coming out is he wants to be in Phoenix. Or he will. He would love to be in Miami if, if it's not Phoenix. And I think that you know, I hate to say it, like after what happened with Ben Simmons, and after how James Harden planned his exit um, out of uh, Brooklyn, and you see the Kyrie stuff, like a team would not want to trade for Kevin Durant, knowing that the guy doesn't want to be there, and it it will turn into a circus. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money we're talking about. So. I understand, like, you know, everybody's saying he probably can't go to Miami because of that with the BAM situation, right? But, um, you know, I, I, I do think there are some ways around it, and I also believe that, you know, ultimately that's not going to be the deciding factor, um, how that goes, how that shapes up. But I do believe that, you know, I wouldn't be shocked, just put this way, if he ends up in, my, in, uh, in uh, Phoenix. But you would be shocked if he ends up here. You know, the thing about here is I just don't know if the 76ers have the assets. Now, here's the one thing you can say. You can say, you can go to Brooklyn, Sean Marks can say, all right, we'll take James Harden back. But James Harden, like, basically, you know, won it out last year. And then you're going to welcome him back, right? But outside of that, I mean, you have a, you can have a package of Maxi. You can have a pack, well, include Tobias Harris and, and Matisse Thibel in there, right? And But I don't know, like, when you get a guy like James Harden that certain teams aren't going to offer, you know, players of equal value and, and probably draft picks or have better players, a better uh, package player and draft picks. I mean, you look at the Sixers, you know, they don't have a lot of picks. I mean, they would have to lump another team in. So while I think that it would be a perfect fit for him you know i don't know I, I wonder a if him and harden could get past what it was you know if, if they could pick, get that big three and it would be a great big three of harden kd and Embiid. but i just think that these teams and you see it a lot of teams are making these trades and getting three and four first round picks and i think that some of these teams or a lot of these teams are going to go to um brooklyn and say look we have the players, but we also have the picks if you want it. Right. So I think the Sixers just don't have enough. But you never know what happens, right? Yep. 
if if you let me uh, ask you about the other two rocket guys that have been added, PJ Tucker is the biggest and most important. Uh, but uh, Daniel House and also Trevelyn Queen, who's been a G League star but hasn't really made any kind of uh, impact on the NBA. Uh, it does look on paper like Daryl Morey is just grabbing every single ex rocket player that he can possibly get his hand on. In your estimation, are these guys who can actually fill roles on the 76ers this upcoming year and give them more bench strength? You know, I, I think the thing about Queen is one of those guys, like, you know, he's here in the summer league in, in Utah. He's going to play. And I think it's one of those, okay, we're going to give him a chance to see what he can do. But, um, but you know, when, when you look at him, you, you'll say, okay, but does he move the needle? Is he going to be someone that we're – we're say okay, the Sixers got better. No, you're not going to say that. Like you know, he could be. You know, he has three hundred two year deal, three hundred thousand of it is guaranteed. So that's one of those things where he could spend some time in the G League. But I mean, as far as I think that when when we go back and you think about Daryl Morey, like Robert Covington was one of the guys that was one of his finds, mm-hmm. and then you know they waived him, and you know he, he became a seventy sixer. And I think that what you do is you get these guys who you think may be a diamond in the rough and you put them in situations. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, all you lost was $300,000. Yeah, but it's got to be be that Doc Rivers is willing to play and develop a guy, which I felt last year was not something Doc Rivers is interested in. Yeah, and that's that's the problem, right? That's the problem, right? Or or the problem that they have to have. Yeah. So, you know, know, I'm looking at him as maybe – I mean, at best, at best, he can surprise some people and be, you know, a, a, a rotation player. But, but for the most part, I'm looking at him as a, you know, a end of the bench type of guy, maybe, right? right. But, but who knows? Now, the guy Eddie House, he, he kind of like intrigued me a little bit because he started out that same type of guy. But I don't know if, if Eddie House is like the move the needle type of guy either. You know, like I know he brings that toughness. You know, he, he shot the ball extremely well in, in, in Utah. I mean, he shot 41.7% from three. But then in the playoffs, he shot two for ten. And and the thing about it is, it's like, you know, I, I think the Sixers, they're on this stage now that, you know, you got to get guys who can help you in the playoffs. You know, like George Niang, I love him to death. You know, he struggled in the postseason. Some of it could have been the injury. But what that does is, like, right now, you know, I think that, like, we can't get blinded at what people do in the regular season and their roles. It's all about postseason. And yep. to me, Eddie House has to show show people that he can do it in the postseason. All right, one last one for me. Jody may have one more. Uh, there is talk that they may trade for yet another Houston Rocket, Eric Gordon. Um, I don't know what they would trade for Eric Gordon, but do you foresee that, and what would he bring? Yeah, I was actually I was shocked that they didn't get a deal done on draft night for Eddie Gordon. They tried to. They wanted to uh, ship Matisse to a third team, and then what what that would have done is that would have um, you know of course there would be some other packages in there, but the third team would have sent some stuff to Houston, and then Eddie I'm not Eddie Eric I'm Eric um, um, Eric would have been here. Eric Gordon would have been here. The thing about Eric Gordon, he's kind of like a little bit of the Danny Green mode, um, maybe, a, you know, younger and, and a little bit better shape, um, meaning like, you know, Danny had the injuries the last two years. 
this guy's going to shoot, but you know, he's a quality shooter. He's a good defender. Um, but he could also be someone who can come off the bench and he could fill, fulfill that role that Doc Rivers has always had, where he had a guy who could be aggressive, knock down shots, play D, you know, be that, you know, one of the league leading six men. Now, the thing is, with him being 33 years old, and you look at, you know, uh, all these other guys who are up in age, you know, getting him just tells me that, you know, the Sixers have a plan to, like, win a championship within the next two years. They're just getting putting all the chips at the table yeah. to in the table to win a championship. I like him, but I'm of the belief that M- Matisse Thibel is going to get better, and I'm of the belief that if the Sixers get rid of him prematurely, it could end up turning around and bite them in the butt, so to speak. So, you're, you know, I don't really – I like this guy, but I also think that – I mean, I guess I might be in the minority, but I do believe that Matisse Seibel is going to develop into being a you know, a, a great player. You and I are in that minority together. I'm tentative on wanting to trade Matisse Seibel. I still believe in his offensive upside. Last one for me, Keith. Other teams, yeah, we care about the 76ers and scrutinize every single move they make, um, but they compete against everyone else in the NBA. Anyone do a specifically good job in your eyes since free agency kicked in two days ago? You said, oh, damn, and the Sixers got to compete with them, uh, trade, free agent signing. Anybody else wow you with their moves here out of the game? You know, uh, not not really wow me. You know, the thing that's really um, – because the thing that really – let me go the opposite. I'm, I'm going to go the opposite okay. of, of why. The thing that's really getting me right now is what was happening in, in in Golden State. You know, like, I know they had the core players, right? And and they were injured the last couple of years, but it seemed like they were grooming a lot of these young guys. You know, like Gary Payton and, and, and you know, a couple of the other ones. And it just seems like they're all leaving. They're all getting a payday. And, and you know, to me, when you have their right, um, and you have that bird rights and you can, you do certain things. It seems like I know these other guys are the superstars, but as we have Joel and B, we realize that you just a superstar isn't going to win you a championship, right? You need these role type of players. So the fact that they're losing these guys, um, to me, that's like, wow, I, he's going here. Like he's not coming back. That's the thing that's really wilding me. You know, the one thing I'm realizing now is that, you know, you know, here's a guy, um, and, and let's talk about the Washington Wizards, um, for instance. You know, Bradley Bill. A lot of people were getting excited thinking that he would go somewhere. Yeah. But it just tells me right now that a lot of these players in the NBA, is all of, winning a championship is something you want to do right before you retire with most of them. Like a lot of them want to get paid. They want to score a lot of points. They want to do whatever they can because that enables them to make the all-star team because people – Look at statistics, and they and and they they their name is out there. But then that enables them to get another contract. And then when it's like their tail end of their career, then it's like, hey, uh, I think I want to join the Lakers or or someone right. so I can take a minimum deal and get a championship. So to me, if you look at a lot of these moves, they were all about players getting paid more so than fitting in with a team to win the championship. Oh, well, there you go, Keith Pompey. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Fourth of July. Hey, and same to you guys and your family. All right, there you go. Thank you, Keith. Be well, Keith. Uh, The the last point he made I thought was a good point, which is the NBA has, um, 
I don't know how I'm curious how you feel about this become the league. I guess it's the place where it's the most possible in recent years where guys are chasing rings, right? You can't really do that in the other sports as much as you can in the NBA because in the NBA you get three or four guys on a team that are of that quality. You can do it. Does that bother you? No, I'll tell you what bothers me. And, uh, you know, I do my shows on the weekend on CBS Sports Radio, so I have to keep a national perspective and yeah, get up late last national night, guys right? on. Yeah, I was on until 2 o'clock last night, too. Um, a lot of the NBA talking heads, analysts, TV guys, radio guys, major print guys, called Golden State on the carpet, and their championship wasn't a full-blown championship because – well, they, they buy everybody. They've got the biggest payroll. They've got this unbelievable uh, resource, being able to charge as much money for their tickets and a great TV deal. And uh, it's not really, they didn't really win it. They kind of bought it. No, they didn't. They kept all their own guys. Yeah, yeah you got to pay right. Steph Curry $45 million if you want to keep them. They right. do. You want to keep Clay Thompson, you got to pay him $40 plus million. They didn't, when they went out and got Durant, that was a little purchasing. But the team that won the championship this year was one that was put together by their general manager with smart moves, a couple of guys factored in who would come and play for the minimum just because they wanted a chance at a ring, and damn if they didn't get it, like a Peyton who just left. Um, that, that, that those who think that they can just dispar disparage a, a championship team because they they stay within the rules of the NBA salary cap, but oh, if you're the number one team, then you didn't really win it. You kind of bought it. That's malarkey as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel I agree with you on that. I am I it, I never liked when LeBron and Wade and those guys said like, okay, let's all meet in Miami and we'll win a championship. Right. That that just was mercenary and transient and and that. So I don't particularly like that. All right, uh, I want to go to our producer, Kyle Quinn. Actually, before I go to Kyle, I just want to tell you that I got a note from a friend of mine that said I may be more interested in the Lions on New on excuse me on Thanksgiving Day this year than normal because they play this year on Thanksgiving Day, Jody. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, so it'll be okay with you. You all enjoy the game. There you go. I'll yeah, I'll watch be, it with I'll, my dad. I'll either be eating or sleeping. I, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I don't care. When I get to watch the Bills with my dad, which, you know, we don't get to do as often as we wish, that's always a big treat. Uh, and so I want to go to our producer, Kyle Quinn, because we did ask the question earlier, is there a team in any of the four sports that you just don't like? It's not a rival. It's not like you're supposed to hate them, but you just do. Jody, you said the Detroit Lions, which I thought was a good one for those reasons. For me, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. I just – I. Snooty, I don't know, better than thou. I don't like him. For Kyle Quinn, who's it for you? Yeah, well, first of all, Jody, leave the Lions alone. The Lions didn't do anything to anybody. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have to go Picking with. Picking on the unfortunate. Thing, yeah, Jody. I mean, come on. I'm going to have to go with the New Orleans Saints. And it, it actually, uh, I, I can't stand the Saints. But this dates back to probably more recent events than anything. First of all, I couldn't stand Sean Payton's stupid face and his little gum chewing constantly and <laughs> all that. He just pissed me off so much. Uh, actually, really where it stemmed from was it was sort of after the 2017 season, Alvin Kamara went on record saying, oh, we would have beat the bleep out of the Eagles if That's we went right. and played them in, uh, right. in Philly. And I was like, you know what? Screw you, dude. You couldn't even beat the team that we absolutely smoked. Uh, and then, you know, the ended up, yeah, right. the Vikings, of course. Yeah, you so, got to win the game to get to the game. Right. So, uh, you know, I, Alvin Kamara, 
pissed me off and now it you know it's come out that he's even more of a uh, a scumbag than than we might have ever known but uh yeah so i I, between him sean payton uh michael thomas i mean saints fans they just they just bother me a lot i cannot stand the saints all right so let me get this right you hate the team that had one of the best sports narratives in the last decade when they rallied together and won a championship after Katrina down there in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, that's Judy. the team. That's the team that you hate. Judy. But you're going to get on my case because <laughs> the Lions, who yes, I'm kicking them while they're down, don't get down, and then you won't get kicked. Yeah, well, I stand by my uh, disdain for the team from Motown. That's fair enough. The, the Katrina thing is probably about 12 years before uh, the incident that I'm referring to. So, And I was also probably, I guess Katrina was 2005. I was 10. So uh, d- didn't really bother me. Uh, d- yeah, didn't, I got it. Didn't really before have it, yeah, any impact yeah. on me as a, a, a young man. I will say this. I have been to uh, New Orleans, which is a great city. It's one of the best cities to visit the United States. Saint fans, Saints fans are... Pretty cool. I, I I have always enjoyed my time with Saints fans, but the argument you laid out is as good as any. Listen, there's there, it, it's irrational hate that we're talking about, right? Very it's true. Just, yeah. It's it's how you feel. So if I choose to hate the St. Louis baseball Cardinals because I don't like their fans and I don't like Scott Rowland and I don't like Tony LaRusso, who I thought was an apologist for steroids and et cetera, that's it. If Jody doesn't like the Detroit Lions for the Thanksgiving thing, which actually is a good argument, <laughs> and because he felt Barry Sanders got too much praise over Emmett Smith at the time, and you hate the Saints because the Kamara, hey, we would have beat the Eagles. Yeah, and Sean Payton's me, dumb it's, face. It's like it's all good enough. It's the arguments you make. Exactly. It, right. uh, we, we've laid out what we're looking for well, and uh, I, I appreciate uh, uh, Kyle's choice, even though um, I, I do kind of like the Saints. And, oh, by the way, I think the Saints are going to be good this year, which is going to hurt the Eagles because the Eagles have that first-round draft pick. I think some people are banking on do the you? Saints. Yeah, I, I, I've talked to a couple think the Saints are going to be like a four- or five-win team. I don't. It all comes down to whether Jameis Winston can stay on the yeah, field. Yeah, that's what you're believing in, and I that's a tough one for me to buy into. Yeah, well, he, he hasn't been an injury-prone player over the course of his career, so why wouldn't you think that he's been well, a I just don't, interception-prone I've never seen him as a, guy? I've, I've never seen him as a top-flight quarterback. Well, they were like 5-2 and two when he started last year, GMAC. They yeah. started the season real well and were playing well under – uh, Winston before he got hurt. With Sean Payton, though, Jody, he's gone. True. It's a big That's loss. That's true, too. Well, Sean Payton with the snotty face that you can't stand. Yes. That, that's who we're talking about. By the way, I get, okay. I get, I get just, just check it there, Kyle. I get the Sean Payton face thing. I, I absolutely get that. And Sean Payton, was, he was a um, – he could be an unfriendly dude. Well, there's history too with the uh, the bounty gate stuff. I mean, he's got a got a little bit of a checkered yeah, past. He, he, uh, he wasn't behind that, but uh, yeah, b- believe me, he knew what was going. Oh, on. he knew. Uh, was in Williams, the defensive coordinator. But yeah. nonetheless, nonetheless, it's a fine answer. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Would love to take your calls. Jody McDonald, Glenn Mack, now on ninety four WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little? (laughs) 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Along with Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack now, 94 WIP. Jody, I know I know the answer to this. We're going to ask it anyway. Are you a fireworks guy, 4th of July? Um, I enjoy a good fireworks display. I'm not a firecracker guy because people get hurt with that stuff. But just generally going to a fireworks display, I didn't see it last night, but supposedly they had a great one at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, yeah, I got no problems with fireworks. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I love the whole Barbecue, fireworks, Americana, all that stuff. Went to a outdoor band concert the other day. They're firing up the John Philip Sousa. I get into all that stuff. I love that stuff. Um, this hour is brought to you by Meridian Bank. Uh, business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. So when Ray was on, Jody, I asked him, but I, I would really like your thoughts on this because I know you're a, you're a good college football guy. The traditional conferences have been, you know, in flux for a lot of years, and teams have been jumping all over the place. Schools have been jumping all over the place, and traditional geographic boundaries don't mean anything anymore. But when when something which is still called the Big Ten, which is far from ten teams anymore, um, welcomes in USC, UCLA, and apparently there's going to be a couple other teams, what's your thoughts on that? Because I don't like it. I I don't like it either, but I understand it. Uh, Unfortunately, Glenn, we like to talk about things like emotion and who you hate, irrational hate, and stuff like that. I like rivalries, yeah. And then you get back to why things happen today. It's M-O-N-E-Y, money. It's all about money, and this is certainly all about money. It's about billion-dollar TV contracts. And it goes further than that. This probably hasn't branched out yet, but uh, remember I told you about it because it's going to happen. 
it's going to get back to streaming as well, which is another topic we hit on the show here. Um, the the Big Ten Network is going to have Big Ten Plus streaming that if you want to see your team, you're not Ohio State, you're not Michigan, but you're a Nebraska alum and you want to see Nebraska every single week, they're going to be on the Big Ten Network, uh, but you got to stream it. you got to pay the price and you got to be a subscriber. That's what this is all about. It's about television contracts, network ones, which are the biggest money, but don't discount the streaming underneath where they're going to have the rights to show their games and they're going to be able to charge you for that. And I like that's what it all is about. It's has nothing to do with rivalries or history or anything else. It's where can I get my universe? Remember when it used to be that, well, we don't really want to play because we got to get our kids on a plane and how much it's going to cost yeah, right. and take them away from school. No, 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 no. We're cashing this check because we're a member of this conference and they're getting that much money to broadcast our games. Oh, that's what drives the bus. So, and is this, I, I mean, maybe you've read more than I, this goes more than just football. They're joining these conferences for everything because USC, UCLA have teams in every single sport, including a lot, you know, you know, there's no water polo near as I know team that's playing out of Michigan. Um, but th- will this extend to other sports and men and women so that, you know, Rutgers is going to go be pl- playing tennis at UCLA? It should. That's the way it's supposed to work. Now, will they in the future diverse themselves and say there's different rules for every single sport and the like? That's not on the books right now. Could it be coming? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But as of right now, you join. Yeah, you join your new conference. You're supposed to join it across the board in all the sports. I'm sure those UCLA kids are going to be thrilled to be going to Minnesota in uh, December to play <laughs> whatever other sport there is to play. And all, a lot of these defections, specifically this one that just happened yesterday, it's all, again, I'm back to, to being a yeah, yeah, yeah. businessman. It's about market size. The, the Big Ten yeah. just pulled down L.A., L.A. is one of the biggest TV markets, and yes, they care more about college football in L.A. than they do about the NFL, even with the Rams having won a championship. It's still a bigger deal in L.A. Oh, they get to add the L.A. market to their Big Ten network? That's why they're doing this. Right, so the Big Ten now has, well, has, I guess, New York, if you consider Rutgers New York, right? That's the only reason why Rutgers was pulled in. I guarantee you that. Right, and you have Chicago, right, with Northwestern, and you have Detroit with with, uh, the Michigan schools, and now you have L.A. Yeah, that's four of the, well, it's the three largest markets in the country, and Detroit, I think, is still a top ten. So, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. You know, maybe tomorrow, you and I are back again, together tomorrow and I, and maybe one theme that I want to talk about if we can get people calling about it that would be interesting to me is how people consume sports because you are right it is going to be network but it is going to be streaming um, and there's so many developments happening right now with the way people consume their sports I read a thing that you know the NBA had the had the lowest TV ratings in a long time uh, this year um, the, the finals, excuse me, had a really low TV rating. And they are finding that people under age 30 don't watch games. They watch highlights. Right. They, they go to YouTube or they go to Instagram and they want to see the highlights. They don't want to watch the whole game. I'm wondering how much that's – that. I'm wondering how our audience feels about that and how people will consume games moving forward. Uh, you do the streaming stuff with that Jacob Network, right? And that, yeah. and, and that thing is growing. 
Uh, I, I believe that uh, that they're going to be doing a post-game show there, an Eagles post-game show, and they get audience. And 10 years ago, that, that thing you do would not even be a, a, you know, a dream of anybody. Well, maybe a dream, but it wouldn't be happening. It's a uh, You're right. It's a kind of an in-depth conversation, even in the fact that we, all, we, we think all sports are created equal, and they're not. The NFL is the big dog, and they have such a consumption that they belie all other sports around them. Uh, the NHL is, is celebrating their increased ratings. Their increased ratings are minimal, but they're up, and no one else is trending up. Everyone else is trending down. So if you got something you can point to and go, hey, we're actually up, you're up because you got on ESPN. Let's be honest. That's the reason why their, their ratings went up, and they got more of a buzz from ESPN than they ever did from NBC. NBA is down. Baseball is kind of comparable to the NBA. That Those are the only two that I would put side by side and say, let's see how one is doing, one's the other. Oh, this uh, league is stronger than the other league. They're all different. They're, they're not the same. We all want to make these very sweeping generalizations about it. But the sports are different. The way they're consumed, they're different. The kind of deals that they have with their broadcasting outlets are different. It's a very uh, difficult argument to make and or understand. Well, the baseball thing is interesting to me because I, I don't know how many people anymore sit down and watch an entire baseball game on TV. Right, yeah, I, I do basically every night, but I I readily admit the commissioner does it. I am the exception, not the rule. Right? Did you see uh, Rob Manfred was interviewed this last week, and they said, "How many hours of baseball do you watch a week?" And I'm, I have to look this up. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head, but it, I, he, I think he basically said, eh, you know, six to eight. And I'm thinking six to eight. That's like two games at most." Uh, and he's the commissioner. Right. I think that. And again, I, I'm I'm kind of teasing a topic that maybe we can we can find a way to clarify tomorrow, but I think that probably, and of course, it's the younger you are, the more prone you to, to do this. The Phillies play, and people will look up highlights, and that's how they'll watch the Phillies, as opposed to sitting down at seven o five or today it's a little bit after four, and saying, "Okay, I'm in for the next well baseball now three and a half hours, and I'm going to watch every pitch." And I think that, and, and you know, relates to the streaming services and it relates to the social media. I'll just throw in one more thing. This, this new golf uh, thing, the LIV thing, right? It's on, it's on, um, net, not on Netflix, it's on YouTube. Right. That's where you watch it. It's, it's just the world's changing. And I'll give you a, a just personal example. Um, watching the Phillies game the other night, the old man came on. And I'm taping both. I'm taking taping both the game and old man. Yeah, great. So, Phillies go to commercial. Boom! I go to old man, and I, I I go to the tape so I can get past the commercials and watch five minutes of it, and I go back to the Phillies game. All right, I missed the first batter. No big deal. And I watch the next two out. Okay, commercial. Boom! I'm back to the old man again. People are multitasking every single day. I think even with their television viewing, you watch two things at once, and that's one of the beauties of baseball because there are some things you got to watch. Like, I don't think anybody would do this with an Eagle game. You try and filter in something else while you watch it. No, no. You watch every snap of yes. the Philadelphia Eagles yes, game. Yes, football is entirely different. Yes. Baseball, you don't have to do that. If no, you miss you it don't have- and, and if you miss it and you got it on tape, now all you got to do is hit rewind. And, oh, shoot. Uh, Hoskins hit a double down. How did I miss that? Let me go back and watch. And you just do it. The well, technology has made watching that much easier. 
but then how much did you really watch if you're just going back to find the big plays and uh, watch something else at the same time? And I think that's the way most people are anymore. Yeah. They just they just want to see the big plays. You just remind me of something. We've got to hit a break in a second. but And I know this is when you and I were working together the first time. So it's the mid-'90s, and I got a TV, and it's like I was all excited because I wanted to watch the game, but I wanted to watch something else. Maybe it's another game. Maybe it's something else. And I bought a TV, Jody, with picture in picture. Picture in picture and with I a thought, little box in the bottom. Gonna, yes, this is going to be the greatest thing I ever got in my life. First of all, I don't think I ever exactly figured out how to make it work correctly. Just It was always, it was always a challenge to me. And second of all, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people bought it once and nobody ever bought it twice. Well, the key that you needed was you had to have a secondary source. You had to have like a VCR because you couldn't punch two channels up at once. You had to have one feed come through some other location mm. so you could go back and forth between the two. And then, yes, you needed to become very proficient with the remote control. I'm such a TV dilettante that, uh, yes, I got good enough to do that. Uh, and I lived with my picture in picture. Yeah, you still have it? Uh, no, still no. get it. Do they even offer it anymore? I would. I'd. Uh, my point would be if someone still has picture in picture on their TV, you need a new TV. It's time to upgrade. <laughs> so if you still got anymore. picture in picture, not I, an option anymore. I I do not believe any new TVs are made, being made with picture in picture capabilities. Yeah, I was one and done with that thing. I mean, it's you just hit the last button, right? And it's correct. Like, like you, I can I can. I can watch two things at the same time. Probably not a drama like that, but I can watch two baseball games and pretty much get it down to the pitch. I can watch two football games, not Eagles. I watch every play. But if it's, you know, whatever, there's a doubleheader on and it's not the Eagles, I can go back. It's like I got the snap on that game. Okay, now I flip to the other. I can do that pretty well, pretty adeptly. But picture in picture, I never Never figured that out. And that's my knock against streaming. And I'm like you. I don't do it as much as you do, but I've got most of the services. I pay for a couple. My daughter has allowed me to get uh, some from her because she's got them. And you can have two or three people whose email you put in so that you're part of it, too. That's the only thing that stinks about streaming because you can't go directly back and forth. You've got to yeah, get yeah, yeah. out of the streaming yeah. and then get back up on a TV, True. and then it takes time. When you hit that button, you want to go immediately to the other game or the other thing that you're watching, and you can't do that with streaming. That is correct. 215-592-9494. He is Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now. Saturday on 94 WIP. And it is time for me to tell you about Guida Door and Window. If you're tired of dealing with your old drafty windows and doors in your house, maybe it's time you finally go Guida. The great people at Guida Door and Window will help make your window and door replacement project more affordable with their buy one, get one half off sale. For every door or window you buy, you get a second one at 50% off, and you can mix and match the savings to suit your own needs. So you buy an entry door, you get half off a storm door. You buy a patio door, you get 50% off a window. If you need to replace all the windows and doors in your house, well, you save 50% on half your project. The more you need, the more you save, plus Guida is making it easier for you to afford your project with no money down and interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Act Now offers a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today. Schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com.
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Along with Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack now, 94 WIP. This hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Jody and I will be back uh, again doing this tomorrow. By the way, coming up after us today is Rob Ellis and Ruben Frank. Uh, Jody, what else did I want to ask you about before I get out of here? What, what's your uh, what's your take on the Deshaun Watson uh, situation? Now, they did three hours of three hours, three days of hearings this week, testimony and arguments uh, about whether and for how long he would be suspended. I'm sure you, like me, kind of know the story. If you were commissioner of the NFL, what would be your ruling? I got a chance to talk to uh, I name I know you'll recognize John McClain, uh, great yeah, NFL, one of the greats, yeah, uh, columnist who's no longer writing for the Chronicle. But he does about 10 sports radio shows a week, and he hinted last night he may write come NFL time again, not necessarily for the Chronicle again. But John is one of the best football uh, writers, columnists, uh, Hall of Fame voter and opinionist around the the entire country. Um, And asked him about how it's affecting the Texans because he's a Houston guy and the fact that they got dragged into the uh, the lawsuit because they provided – Watson with NDAs to give to his man. Isn't that a bad sign? Yeah, Don't you know something's yeah. gone awry when you say, here, have them sign this ahead of yeah. time. Hey, Jody, <laughs> let's go to lunch. But before we do, would you sign this non-disclosure agreement? Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's a scary thing. Or not a scary thing. It's an improper thing. Yes. Exactly. So I got John's take on the whole thing. He thinks it's going to drag out. He thinks it's going right up before the season starts, which is uh, going to be before camp starts, which really is a deterrent to the Browns. They don't know what they're how many games they have to be ready for. They've got Baker Mayfield still under contract, yeah, and he had that. to be asked this week, "Can you mend fences?" And we've already parted ways. 
I, I kind of feel bad, unlike the Lions, which I have this unnatural hate for. I, I've got no issues with the Cleveland Browns, and I kind of feel bad for their fan base because that's it. It's the not, fan base. The Browns. Yeah, they're the, screwed again. Yeah, well, the Browns made their own stupid deal and signed a, you know, signed him to a ridiculous contract, which protects yep. him if he gets uh, suspended this year. So I, I don't feel for the Browns. But that fan base, yeah, I feel that they're, they're a lot like the Eagles. They're a long-suffering fan base. I feel for them. All right, let us go to our producer, Kyle Quinn, and find out what did we forget to talk about today. Yeah, fellas, uh, a few things, and I'll start with this one because this one kind of extends beyond the realm of sports alone. And uh, so a Flyers goaltender prospect, name was Ivan Fedotov, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Russian. He was uh, preparing to come to America to train with the Flyers organization and, you know, of course, we know what's going on over in uh, Russia, Ukraine right now. Some scary stuff. So he was uh, just detained, I believe it was yesterday, uh, basically for you know doing what they consider draft dodging. Um, they want him to join the war effort against uh, Ukraine, and yeah, he was uh, he was taken into custody by uh, by I guess the Russian authorities uh, yesterday. So that's yeah, just a he really was, he scary was forced, situation. He was forced to enlist, yeah. according to media reports. Um, yeah, it's. A, I mean, I, I don't even know how to respond. It's 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 a really rough thing. It's it's a really rough thing for him. He was prepared to come over. I think in May, um, he signed the contract and he was going to come over for this next season. He's a good prospect, and um, I really feel for the guy. It's Jody. It's an odd relationship that the NHL has a ton of Russian players, including right. some of the best in the league. But Russia is, you know, going through all the going through a war right now, and is an unfriendly uh, country to the United States. And this guy is, uh, I think he's screwed. I don't know what to say. Yeah, there's not many other way to look at it. But here's the only thing I don't get. And I, when I saw the name, I'm going, damn. When did the Flyers draft him? And then I realized. They drafted him like years ago. Yeah, when he was a teenager. Yeah, that he's been over in Russia the whole time, and he's never been a guy who, when you get your reports from uh, guys who cover the Flyers day in and day, and this is a goaltender that they can lean on at some point during uh, the future down the road. He is was kind of a non-factor, and he's become a factor because he just happens to be in this situation, and I feel really badly for the young man, but uh, he really hasn't been on the forefront of any flyer conversation since they drafted him last decade. Yeah, yeah well, I think, and, and goalies can be slow developers. I think he, again, I don't want to get too inside hockey here, but I think he, he really emerged last year on the KHL team that he was in and yep. was considered a guy who could make it i i don't know what happens next with that what else you got yeah, Kyle? Uh, it just really scary stuff kind of puts yep. things into perspective uh okay so uh we'll stick with hockey here i believe this happened i mean after the last time you guys were on the air the colorado avalanche are stanley <laughs> cup champions they won in six games but get this con Smythe, the playoff mvp went to none other than kale mccarr yeah who jody and i spoke about and and you know, hindsight is great. God, they could have drafted him over Nolan Patrick. Al Morganti, who I trust on hockey more than almost anybody, and Al being a Boston guy knows it would be sacrilegious to say this. If not true, compares him to Bobby or Jody Mack. 
He is that good. Just scary good. Yeah, you and I talked about it before the final, and I said, damn, the Flyers actually had a chance to draft him, and they passed on him. Shame on them for that. And now the guy's a Smythe winner. Oh, let me give you one great Stanley Cup story. So, you know, the, the Cup, after, after they uh, award it, each player gets a day or two with the Cup. And I'm trying to remember which player it was. I forget. But they were going to deliver the Cup to one of the players the other day. And they got the address wrong. And this man and woman are like sitting in their house watching TV and the doorbell rings. And they they live in, in Denver. And they open the door and the Stanley Cup is sitting on their front porch. And the guy who takes care of the cup says, here you go. Enjoy it. And they, it's like, what? what? Anyway, yes. Yeah, so they delivered the cup to the wrong people. They figured it out. He didn't touch it, did he? Oh, I... I, would well, I think so. Did. Yeah, I would imagine I, so. Yeah, I, I think it was Lannis Log who. Uh, That's it, like Lannis that, Yes, that was it. You down the it. block, he's in the neighborhood. Right. They just had one number reversed on the address <laughs> or something. And yeah, here, go ahead, take the Stanley yeah. Cup for a while. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you in two days. Call up all your friends. All right, what else? All right, uh, so I just want to run this by Jody Mack real quick. A lot of NBA free agency talk yesterday, but one that I think was, man, this is a big one yesterday. Uh, Brogdon. From the Pacers to the Celtics for a uh, pick and some players, man. I just feel like that's a perfect fit for Boston, Jody. What are your thoughts on that? It was, and I gave uh, Keith uh, Pompey a chance to go through that door. Was there a move that you would say had significant impact, actually moves the needle? That was the one I was thinking about. Sorry, Sixer fans. Uh, I'm with you. I think it's just a, a really good fit addition for the Celtics. But here's where I will save the Sixers fans' angst. The two teams that were in the championship this year, Boston and uh, Golden State, Al Horford did Al, was Al Horford the reason that the Celtics <laughs> won the Eastern Conference this year, Glenn? Because he was their only big off-season addition. Right. Uh, I don't think you could say that. Golden State basically got healthy. They didn't make any big moves. They didn't have any big additions. They just got their superstars healthy and back for the playoff run. So even though we all want to overreact, I was listening to WIP yesterday. Mark DeReese were on, and Johnny Marks was going through the updated odds to win the NBA championship. And the Celtics had moved into the favorite spot, probably because of the Malcolm Brogdon addition. It doesn't always dictate who's going to win the next year. Who wins the offseason isn't always the team who ends up winning a championship. Amen to that. Uh, Jody, always a pleasure. You and I will be back tomorrow morning at 10. As I said, Rob Ellis and Ruben Frank coming up next. Nice job by Kyle Quinn. Everybody, enjoy your day. And if we don't talk to you before, enjoy the holiday. Stay tuned right here on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.